Hello, 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 brothers and sisters. How y'all doing? This is Larry with the Black Financial Initiative. As always, we got Eric and Terrence. We got a great episode today. We got a special guest. I'm going to let Eric go ahead and introduce our guest. Uh, hey, everybody. This is Eric. Um, introducing a special guest. She has the new you uh, salon. Her name is Nikki. She also happens to be my sister. She's my older sister, one of my older sisters. So we just want to talk about like her being in the hair industry, her start. She also opened up a shop here recently. And so we're going to get all into it. And so first thing I want to have her tell is when she first cut my hair. <laughs> when you had the braids. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> right, when I was rocking the braids. Woo! All right, Kawhi. <laughs> <laughs> We had the hang time. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Was, that was my heyday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had to take yeah, all that off. Right. And I definitely didn't want my sister to cut my hair at that time. Because I guess in my mind, like only men had cut my hair. So I was like anti. I was like, nope, I cut my hair. You're not going to cut my hair. Till this day, she the best person to cut my hair. <laughs> so, when I'm coming up to Dallas or something, like, hey, man, can you fit me in? Yeah, yeah. With that good Crisp line, right? And crisp edge up. <laughs> so that was just <laughs> something funny, like between so me and my sister. But to get into it, uh, the first thing we want to get into is how long have you been a beautician, and what type of hair do you do? Are we talking lace fronts? Are you doing mannequins? Are you doing weave? What, what, you know, what do you do, and how long have you been doing? So I have been licensed for eighteen years. Actually, I do natural hair, but let me break that down. I really do our hair in its I don't do anything that's involving like the weaves and the wigs and the lace fronts. I really just do like our hair, like bobs, the short hair, pixies, which is the, the short, you know, shortcuts, mm -hmm. uh, layers. So just our hair and getting that hair real healthy and our hair can move and shake just like the, the mannequins and the wigs. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so, you, so you do do natural hair. Eric, light on you. But I try to be careful with that because I don't always do the natural state. You know, like okay. the people that wear the afro or the wash and okay. go, I really haven't just aced it quite okay. quite well. But a silk press, silky with a little tassel to the side. That's me. <laughs> 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 All right. All right. That's me. <laughs> yeah. So right, like how? Yeah, he was, oh, go ahead, Terrence. Sorry. Oh, no, I'm just saying you were trying to call Eric out, but he, he, had, he knew <laughs> right, what he was talking yeah. about. <laughs> I was like, I was like, look, Larry, like, don't let me lie to you. I don't think she does that. But I'm like, look, we are gonna have her on there, and she can tell you. So, yeah. um, how and what made you get into the field? Gosh, um, I've always loved the beauty industry. It's you know started when I was young, just doing my family's hair. I had a really a family full of women. So I, it was easy for me to just to do, you know, their relaxers, their hair. And then I just have to make up my mind and just say, I loved it so much. Just make it your passion. And it, and it worked for me. So I, uh, it's always just been just in me <laughs> to do hair. Yeah. Well, they said, if you, if you love what you do, you never, you know, really work it a day of your life. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. One of those things, uh, examples of making your passion, your career. So that's a, uh, Excellent thing right there. Sometimes you just kind of work into a career, but when you can uh, find something you love to do and, and kind of work into that, that's a, that's a blessing right there. It is. It is. It is. Uh, so I have a question for you. We'll go ahead and move into another one. So how is money made in your field besides the people that pay you 
uh, for the services? Like, is there another way we you know sometimes you have uh, other sources of income stemming from that from a profession? So just wondering if we're doing here, um, is there one like that? I actually push retail. That's very helpful. I've been slacking like since I opened up the salon. I'm really just trying to get people in there. And that way I can make, you know, money without having to physically be there all the time as well. And that's been a task. But yeah, just retail has helped me. That has been my, and you know what? Um, I do want to get into one day doing classes. That's really good to make extra income, you know, as well. Yeah, so, but but far as for right now, just pushing uh, retail, I push that a lot. You know, some uh, may come once a month where they may need shampoo and conditioner to, you know, to maintain their hair. So I actually, you know, give them a regimen and that helps a lot with the income. Yeah. I'm just saying, li- <laughs> listen to the people out there. I mean, the people that listen to you, they hear how you can um, kind of expand on your on your business. Like I said, you're not just doing hair and making money that way. You, you do hair. That's the main source. But then you also are doing the retail and thinking about doing classes and stuff like that. So just showing how you can expand and, and broaden yeah. your, your business. Right, right. We didn't ask this. When when did you uh, open your your business? About five months ago. Yeah, five months ago. Congratulations. And, uh, thank you. Yeah, congrats. Retailing, like, are you talking about pushing like shampoo and conditioner? Or are you doing like, I know some places I've heard they sell like eyelashes or really just maintenance products, uh, shampoo, conditioner, uh, anything for itchy dry scalp, and then like their maintenance, like. The, you know the sprays the little uh okay. wax sticks just anything for maintenance yeah okay, okay. i mean you know do an eyebrow arch here and there you know <laughs> the tab a little bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, and so i know with with doing hair uh one of the key things uh we kind of thought about is how do you advertise and market to build up enough clientele and i want to get into that from like your start compared to kind of what you're doing now um, started out like how you know how did you get clientele were you walking knocking on doors was it just word of mouth or what were you doing i actually joined uh, a book club during uh when i was working at salon etc i joined the book club that helped me out tremendously i went out a lot like when my son was gone every other weekend i hit the hit the, the streets so that helped a lot because i was just in that social life you know so that helped yeah. out a lot and just um, word word of mouth helped too, but I really got out there and passed out my cards. You know, I really did. Yeah. And now, fast forward, social media. Well, I right now I do have a clientele, but uh, and not that I don't need any more clients, but social media has helped me tremendously. Ooh. It's 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 just where it's at. Uh, my clients they do refer people, which that's always a good thing. But that social media, it it, it works. You know, they just want to see what you can do, you know? So you got, you have to put it out there. What, yeah. um, I guess in comparison to when you started, would you say like word of mouth was probably more of your clients or was it your cards was more of your clients? Both. Um, maybe word of mouth because back in the day, I just had a regular card. So they didn't really know if I could do hair. I guess they would look at me you know and just give me a chance but they didn't really know if I could do hair you know but now you know you got fancier cards you can put your work well I guess you could put your work back then but I just had like a a basic Basic uh, business card card. (laughs) 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 but word of mouth I mean it all just 
a little bit of everything, word of mouth, and you actually have to get out there and um, let the people know what you do. Yeah. And you know what? I actually target certain people that I wanted to, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How, how did you do that? <laughs> okay. I, I'm interested now. Yeah. Well, I was always scared. Like, did you approach a person that's hair is not done, a person hair that is done? And I come to oh. find out, I approach a person hair that is done. At least I know. You know that they like doing. getting hair done. So I always would say, if you're a stylist having to go out of town or if you just want to, you know, change, here's my number. And they they were like, okay. They may not call to three months later, but they end up coming. Oh, man, that's, that's that guideline. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. you know, you right, you know. You, yeah. You, you <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have yeah. thought about that. Like you, you said, you, you went for people... Uh, most of the time, intentionally, you went for people that yeah. that didn't have the, I mean, that did have their hair done. They so, did. Yeah. You knew they they were going to pay. You knew they were willing to get their hair done. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I had more of a chance with them. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's creative. I and it could be intimidating to them because they feel like if their hair was nice, why is she coming up to me if my hair is nice? But I didn't, um, I want them like, relax. If your status is out of town, hit me up. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then jumping from that, I guess. So then nowadays, is it is word of mouth still the main thing, or is it more so like social media? Like, does a person come to you and say, "Yeah, I just saw it on social media," or is it still more such and such told me about you? Since the pandemic, it has changed. Oh, okay, uh, it, it's slowly getting back because people are getting out more. So during that time, social media helped a lot, but. It's nothing like word of mouth as well, you know. It still, mm-hmm. it still helps. Cause my clients, they are, you know, they are refer someone, so their their word of mouth is still. still you, you can't, yeah. It's 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 the best, actually, you know. Right. Yeah. And I think that goes to kind of show everyone, like, word of mouth, man, seems to be like from the beginning of time to present day. Like, no matter what communication mm-hmm. system is out there, that word of mouth is key. Yeah, it's yeah, and some people can just sell you so good, you know. Just she's on time, she's professional, you know. She's this, and they are they're a booking, you know, just because of that. Yeah, we keep on throwing out social media. What what is your social media so people can look you up? Uh, on Instagram, my handle is uh, New You Salon, so it's N U underscore U Salon. That's for Instagram, and then my um. Facebook business is New You Salon. Is it uh written out the, the same way in I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's not. So in oh. you, well, Instagram is in you underscore you salon. And then for Facebook business, it's in you space you space salon. New you salon. Okay. So instead of N E W is in you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now to, <laughs> now to kind of hop into um, like your salon that you just opened up. Congratulations on that. Uh, we want to get into, I guess, the first thing, what made you want to open up a salon? And then we want to hear about the process from like beginning. Uh, like I would even say the the pre-process before you even, you know, lease the, lease the place or whatever. We want to hear about the beginning. But first, like what made you decide to open up your own salon? Um, you know what? I, I came from an open concept 
and it was very nice, very. Um, what does that mean? Open concept. The, um, no suites, so everything is open. The stations are pretty much just when you come in, you just see individual stations. So it's oh, no okay. doors, no suites. Everything is open. Kind of like a barbershop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah that, exactly. So just okay. open. And uh, the vibe was really good. We we learned. We it it was just growth, you know. And then you had to stay on top of your peas and cues. I thought you could say something else. <laughs> <laughs> And then when they closed, I actually was trying to find a nice salon that didn't work out. So I was like, in the meantime, I just work in a suite. Now, a suite is uh, closed, enclosed. You do have a okay. door, but you're working inside a building and you have your own room. And okay. uh, that vibe was cool. You know, you can set your vibe, but it's nothing like working with people. So about 10 years ago, I was just like, you know, uh, actually, it wasn't, you know, I've been at the suite for like 10, 11 years. And mm -hmm. even just even two years working there, I was like, you know what? One day I do want a salon. I didn't know. I just know I wanted it one day. It wasn't a rush, but I knew. I just wanted that that openness again. And just, I don't know. It's like our industry, you guys don't know, but our industry is changing. You know, um, mm -hmm. we rarely have open concept salons, you know? So I always was like, you know what? One day I do want to open up a salon. You know, I want to be able to learn from people. And I just want a nice open concept. You know, mm -hmm. not nothing, a lot going on, you know, just nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, really about seven years ago, I dumb it down. I changed my LLC to, because I was new you by Nikki. I wanted to keep that Nikki on there, you know. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? If I want a salon, drop Nikki and just do new you salon, you know. And that mm -hmm. was my start. Like, okay, you got this down. And then. Okay. I'm gonna say the last two years, that's when I just say, you know what, at least start looking. You know, it's not just gonna fall in your lap, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so you have to be intentional, is one of Larry's favorite. Oh my words. God. Oh my yes. God. It's like la last year during the pandemic, we were like intentional. Like, we're gonna wake up every Sunday, look at these leases. We're gonna call them on Monday, like, boom, boom, boom. We, we did, you know, people weren't going to church. It wasn't like, you know, too much yeah, going on. Everything was pretty much online. So we just, once we buckle down and just like you say, be intentional, everything just worked its way out. You know, now previously, I can't say it fell in our lap. We, you had Lisa that were just too expensive. You had some that was just crazy and inside would be too much work. So it was, it was times where we, you know, we just didn't find nothing we liked, you know, as far as it may be the price, it may be where the location was, you know. Okay. But when we found something, we we jumped on it. Jumped yeah. on it. And did you do any like research, I guess, kind of beforehand? Like, you know, this is kind of what we can spend. This is kind of the area we want. Uh, yes. Like, did you talk <laughs> yes. to a lawyer beforehand? Did you do like bring us into that? Like how much of that were you doing before you actually let's go search for a place before you so got to that point? Out. Check this out. About a about two years ago, I have this new client, right? And normally mm -hmm. I just, I'm normally just talking like basic things or whatever. And she, I tell her about that. I want a salon one day. And she says, well, you know, you're going to need a, a a lawyer. And I was like, a lawyer? She said, yeah, that can range for five to $700. Just depends. Or you can, and I'm still on it now. It's, oh, oh my the God. Le the legal Zoom, is it? was that it? Um, something like that. I forgot the name. It'll, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. And what it was, she was just saying, you just pay this monthly fee. And they'll look over your, your, your lease for you, you know, if you have any legal questions, you know. And I was like, you know what, I'll keep it. That's what she did, like, on the side. 
And mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And right when I actually found this lease, I actually called, you know, called in the lawyer, actually looked over all my, I had 37 pages of the lease, you know, <laughs> but they look over the most important pages, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, it was very, yeah, I did that. Anyway, I did that research. I, uh, we definitely had a budget. And then what, one thing about it, uh, when they say write it down and make it plain, I did just that. I wanted something that was less than 10 minutes away. So my clientele would just move. Oh, okay. Just, from just, one place to the next. Yeah, yeah. I can literally say, guys, I'm down the street and it'd be, you know, the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not 20, 30 minutes away. Right. And I, you don't want to lose nobody. So me being like, I'm literally seven minutes away. So that 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 was a blessing within itself. And I have a storefront. So that was even better, you know. So I wrote it down and made it plain and God delivered. Yeah. He well, there we go. Lord gonna bless you when you're out here intentional when you're doing it. Yeah. And you know what? I realized I had to move. Like he had it already planned out. I just had to really mm-hmm. move and have faith. You know, I just mm-hmm. like look one day or look one weekend, then don't look in a month. So, you know, then look again. And then we just came down. It was like, you know what? We're looking every, you know, mm-hmm. every Sunday, every day. And it it's like you just rolled on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then once you once you found your place. I guess. Oh, sorry, Larry, did you want to say something? Well, I was going to uh, go back a little bit. You mentioned LLC. How was that process, like starting LLC? Um, it was actually easy. Okay. <laughs> I think okay. I, uh, I made it more than, I don't know why I thought it was such a long process, but I just did it online, you know what I'm saying? And you know what? You know, I started off as a DBA, let me say that. And okay. then I moved okay. to the LLC. That's what I did. Okay. And um, it was easy. I just went online and did you know did all the yeah paperwork whatever paperwork yeah required. yeah that was i'm gonna say less than 15 minutes online that was it interesting yeah. wow was yeah. there a certain uh certain website you had to go to yes uh what was that sso secretary uh yeah secretary of state okay yeah the uh, texas secretary of state website probably yeah yeah, yeah okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the state of texas yeah yeah I mean, it was such a while back, but it, it wasn't, you know, how you can just procrastinate so long thinking it's <laughs> more than what it is. And when you do it, you're like, okay, I should have been this. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah. this is really uh, cool to, to hear, you know, as far as anyone listening that might want to start their own business, just hearing, I mean, I wouldn't say easy, uh, but how when being intentional, like in your mind, you can make it a lot harder, seem a lot harder than what it really is. If you want to go get it, you know, have your plan and and stick to it and be intentional. Like you said, you were getting up every Sunday morning, uh, looking Monday, yeah. trying to go check it out. Uh, you already had your plan in, in mind and wrote it down, had your plan together. And and, and it's online. You know, you got your, your, your LLC and oh, yeah. yeah, just making it happen. Go on, go on, get it. <laughs> and you got to, you got to get it. I mean, it's, 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 it's not easy, but it's, if you want it bad enough, you, you would, you're going to make a way. Yeah. So you did all that. You had your plan together. And I'll say your husband, you and your husband, y'all hit the road. You're looking at all these places and everything. So you finally get the shop or you finally, you get the location. So then take us from there. Is this already like a, it's already a salon or what do you, no okay Um, we actually wanted a ready-made salon whether it was a barbershop or a salon 
but they were so expensive. So this was a space that was, it was a cleaning service. It, it's been vac- it was vacant for two years, but be- prior before that, it was a cleaning service. So they still had carpet. Uh, we had to install the shampoo bowls where the plumber did. And uh, we had to make it a salon. Yeah, we have mm-hmm. to, you know, get an electrician, uh, get your permits. You know, they got to bust the concrete up a little bit, you know, do the, mm-hmm. do the, um, install the shampoo bowls. So you need the plumbing line, you know, all that. So it was a little, it was a little work. And then we have to, you know, lift all, they, they lift all the carpet up and put in the, uh, the towel. So yeah, it, the flooring. Yeah, it was a little, it was a process. Yeah. <laughs> Then how long, I guess, did that take to get it from, I'll say, from when you saw it initially to, I'll say, opening day? Uh, like two and a half months. Oh. Surprisingly. That's yeah. not bad at all. And you know what? It was around the holiday time. So I just didn't know if they were going to like, you know, like our contractors, like maybe take a, I don't know, a Christmas break or take like three days off. But they worked through, not on that, not on Christmas Day, but before, mm-hmm. you know. They, they made it happen. They was getting it done. Yeah. And then what happened, our, uh, where I'm located, the police department and the, what do you call it, the, um, the city of Carrollton, where you get your permits and all that, is, is literally across the street. So I think <laughs> that made it a little bit easier. <laughs> you know? I could go there and get you know, my permit or they just email it to me. I mean, it was very, it, it went pretty smooth. Yeah. So during that, uh, I think you said two or two and a half months, uh, basically up to opening, were you still working during that time, like doing hair out of, I don't know, out of the house or something during, yeah, during that, that two and a half months? Okay. Uh-huh, I was still in my suite. I kind of timed it, you know, I'm going to stay because I pay my suite weekly. So I knew like, you know, um, as long as the time they need it, I'll just stay in my suite. And, you know, when they're finished, just move on, you know, transition. Yeah. All right. So keeping oh, yeah, that I source of income. Still work. But yeah. Two and a half months. yeah, I definitely still work. <laughs> All right. We want to thank Nikki. That was part one of a two part interview with the owner of New You Salon, Nikki. The address is 2150 North Josie Lane in Carrollton, Texas, 75006. That's next to State Farm. You can find her on Instagram at NU underscore U Salon. Part two comes out in two weeks. Thank you.